Hello. What's up? What's up? I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The podcast that says it's okay to do a TikTok dance at your wedding reception. Hey. I just love when we get to talk to brides that are like fun folks. I'm just saying our guest this week was so much fun to talk to. I hate that you missed it, but you know, you had to get the, you had to get the vaccine. Yeah. She's talking about me y'all. I got my second vaccine and you know, there was a little line, not a little, but it was a long line. It was a long line. And she was in line as long as our episode <laughs> recording. <laughs> you text me before we started recording and you basically text me when we were rapping to say that you were done. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we just finished <laughs> yeah. the recording. It was a long day, but anyways. But yeah, so we talked to such a like fun bride that had to postpone her wedding. And you could tell that like, just by the pictures, I mean, chances are you saw her video, like her doing the June book with her bridesmaids, like all throughout her wedding day. I'm sure you saw that on your feed. If you follow like bridal Instagram, it probably ended up on bridal Twitter, I'm sure, or at least black Twitter. But yeah, the guest today was so much fun. I love guests with like good energy and I mean, I feel like her wedding reception embodied what everyone wants their wedding to be like and to feel like, which is a party. Like everybody is really there for the reception. If anybody tells you they're there for the ceremony, they are lying or they are boring. <laughs> it is always about the reception. Everybody is trying to turn up. They want good music, good food and good drinks. Even if you don't drink, I don't drink like that anymore because I can't, but my husband does. And even if like you and yours don't drink, you know, you got friends that drink. And so you want everybody to be feeling good, having good moments to swag surf and wobble. And now June bug. <laughs> and now June bug. Yeah, exactly. All the dances. You want everybody to have a good time. And then you want at some point your grandma to go home so that you could play the unedited versions of stuff. Unless the grandma just don't care. And if so, you're lucky. <laughs> oh my God. But, <laughs> but anyway, y'all are going to enjoy the episode. And so let's just roll that beautiful bean footage. So, as you all know, we have a shop. Yeah, we've actually had a shop a lot longer than some of your favorite other shops. But look, you can shop there too. But right now, we want you to shop with Hue I Do. Go to shop.hueido.com and find stickers, mugs, sweatshirts, tees, and so much more for you, your bridal party, and your favorite wedding vendors. So, Thank us later, but enjoy it now. We have a very wonderful guest with us today. I'm pretty sure if you follow bridal Instagram, black bridal Instagram, you've seen her wedding all across your timeline or your feet rather, goodness. <laughs> but guess, would you like to introduce yourself? 
Yes, so my name is Amina Smith, uh, newly married, Mrs. Bush now. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so just a little bit about me. I'm a sports reporter, entertainment reporter. I work for Stadium Sports Network and also BET Networks. And I'm actually in the process of moving. I'm actually getting another job, so... I mean, Ooh. I guess we'll update it on the back end, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah so I work in sports and entertainment and uh, yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation about the wedding. It's been a long journey. I'll say that. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody, I think that's been engaged at any point last year. It's like mm-hmm. just to get to that day is like, whew. okay. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. It was just like, Okay, I can breathe. I can breathe now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because it's like part of your life feels like it's just in limbo. Like you're just waiting for all the stuff you've been planning, all the stuff you've been preparing mm-hmm. for to like finally come to fruition so you can like enjoy that day and then also be past that day. Yes, yeah. It, it's a long wait. I'm not going to lie. Like I was stressed out literally. I, I decided not to be stressed out like the actual mm-hmm. day of my wedding. Like I had to like intentionally tell myself, okay, like at this point you can't like, what are you going to do? You know, just be in the moment, have fun, enjoy it, let it unfold how it's going to unfold. So that's pretty much, that was my approach on my wedding day. I was like, just let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes like, oh gosh. Yeah, we'll get into all of that. <laughs> But I'm glad you did that. I mean, we all saw like you had the you probably had like the wedding of 2021. Like you set the stage pretty early. There's like still like what nine months left to the year. But it's like, you know, it's over like this. This is it. We're going to like October, and November. We're still going to be like looking at photos from your hell past this year. We're still going to be like looking at your wedding is like, love it. I, I love it. <laughs> like that staple wedding. Like people are going to be showing their wedding planners, like photos from your wedding. It's yes. like, this is my inspo. This is what I'm trying to do. I love um, it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into all of that, tell us a little bit about like, your husband, how'd y'all meet, mm-hmm. like a little bit about your beginnings. Yeah. So both me and my husband, we attended the University of Miami down here in Florida and he played football. I used to run track. I was previously at the University of South Carolina. I ran track there and then I ended up transferring to Miami. And so by the time I transferred, I was a junior. So I was mm-hmm. like deep into my major. Like I was like working like side jobs. I was like working on campus trying to get like, you know, internships and media and things like that. And mm-hmm. we actually became friends via social media. So he like, you know, wrote me in my comments and he's like, he's like, yeah, I see you around campus. And I'm just like, who is this? <laughs> who is this in my comments? Like <laughs> And so, you know, we ended up like, you know, developing a relationship offline. Like we were friends for a while. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like we started hanging out like a lot more. And I remember it's like my senior year, like, you know, fall semester, like we were literally like inseparable. So like we would spend like, yeah, like we would literally spend like all day, every day, like with each other. Like we'd go to class and then in between classes, we were with each other and then go to class. And sometimes he would not go to class. And still spend time with me. Oh, <laughs> so that's pretty much like you know where we began, and then from there, you know, it just kind of took off. Like I, I always tell people like it wasn't like you know I was looking for a relationship or we were looking to be in a relationship, but our friendship just kind of evolved and blossomed over time, and then 
you mm-hmm. know, it kind of felt like, oh, like, I really want to be with this person, like, all the time. Like, we just felt like it was so natural. Like, we didn't have to force anything. And mm-hmm. we just, we always had fun. So, you know, that's pretty much where it started. Oh, that's so sweet. So y'all are college sweethearts. We are. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And the fact that, like, both of y'all have had great careers since then. Y'all are, like, power couple status. Like, I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, like, y'all are legit going to be, like, everybody's inspiration. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were y'all together when, um, by the time he proposed? Ooh, by the time he proposed, it was July of 2018. So we were in Costa Rica with like a group of our friends. Gosh, we were together about about four or five years at that point. And I remember we went to Costa Rica, usually like go on a trip, like, you know, every summer, I like to travel, I like to go out of the country. And Mm -hmm. so we were like, okay, well, let's go to Costa Rica. It was like a, like, it was very weird because it was like on a whim. Like it was just like, we were like, oh yeah, in two weeks we're going to go to like, you know, Costa Rica. I'm like, what? Like, that's not how I plan trips. Like this is not, like I need an itinerary. I need details. I need right. like, you know, excursions. Like, are we going anywhere? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the type of person I am. And he's more like, yeah, let's just go with the flow. Like let's just buy the ticket. So in any case, we get to Costa Rica and he ends up proposing like the second or third night that we were there. Like I honestly, like I had, no idea like I just like not at all I was like I knew it was coming at some point but I just did not think it was gonna come back quickly like I was very caught off guard and I remember we were standing outside like we had rented like this big Airbnb because it was about like three or four couples and we were standing outside by the pool and it was beautiful because you could see like the mountains like in Costa Rica like it was a very beautiful view and then all of a sudden he starts making a speech. Now, I know people don't know my husband, but he does not make speeches, okay? So, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, we're all like, you know, we have our drinks. I'm just like, what is going on? I was like, he's making a speech right now? I was like, this is very weird. And my back is turned to him. And then all of a sudden, like, he's like, yeah, everybody is like going to cheers. And like, I noticed he's behind me, but I'm like, I turn around and then he's on one knee. And I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So, you know, that was, that's the proposal story in a nutshell, pretty much the expedited version, you know, the skinny on it. But um, it was so beautiful. Like, I, I think the most beautiful thing about it is that it was so unexpected. Like it was expected, but not expected in that yeah. moment, you know? It's so weird because it's like, you can feel kind of sort of when it's coming. Right. And then it's just like, okay, but I don't know when it's coming, but I feel like that's the track that we're on. So I knew we were on that track. Just right. didn't know what was going to happen that night. So, you know, there you oh. go. <laughs> Did your friends on the trip know that it was going to happen or was yeah, everybody like, surprised? It was so crazy. No, like people knew. So I was like, oh my God. So the thing was that like, he was actually going to propose the night before. And uh-huh. so this came out like after. And so one of our friends, he had her like hold the ring. And I guess like she was going to give it to him like at the restaurant or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. usually like I hold his stuff because he loses everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she has the ring and we're like, we're trying to find a restaurant. And of course we're in Costa Rica. We have no idea. We're going with the flow. We're on vibes. Y'all right. we're straight vibes in Costa Rica. <laughs> so we're trying to find a restaurant doesn't work out. 
And then like, you know, I guess the restart is like the night after. Like he's just like, all right, well, forget it. We'll just do it the next day. And so I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, is that how it went down? It's just like, he had me look for a restaurant. Like I lived in Costa Rica at some point in my life and I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is totally like a Dion thing. Like, I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be any other way. So, so yeah, we definitely have people on the trip that knew and then once I watched the video back, I'm like, oh, my God, like everyone, everyone was in on this. OK, so you guys keep really good secrets. So now I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, though. I love that. I love that. Like you were saying, you you should feel like it's coming, but you don't really mm-hmm. want to know, no, like, yeah, wake up and be like, OK, tomorrow is the day. Like, right. that ruins the surprise. It does. It does. Like, I literally and you know, what's crazy is that so we got engaged in Costa Rica and then literally like the day that we got back, we flew back into Miami. I had to fly out and go to Paris because I was covering a red carpet. And mm-hmm. so I land in Fort Lauderdale. I have to drive down to Miami, which is a whole nother ordeal. And I, I get on the plane. I'm getting ready, like, to, you know, to go to Paris for work. And I'm, like, sitting on the plane. I start crying. Like, oh. it was, like, the most. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. Like, it was, like, like I literally had, like, a delayed reaction to the in, like to him proposing in the engagement. Like, I was sitting on the plane. And people were looking at me, like, is she okay? Like, <laughs> this woman is crying by herself in the like by the window and I'm just like I'm okay I just got engaged it's it's totally fine (laughs) I tell that story all the time because I thought it was just so weird like I was literally and it's like a seven hour flight so you know I have a lot of time to like you know think (laughs) right exactly oh yeah like I done ran out of movies to watch and everything so I'm like (laughs) I'm like oh my god like I'm really like engaged. I'm like, this really happened. Like, right. what, like what is my life about right now? <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> I'm like, it, it was crazy. I was like bawling on the plane. So it hit me like after the fact. I was like definitely excited in the moment, like the actual moment. Right. And then even waking up the morning after, like we were like laying in bed and I was like, oh my God. Like I like I literally I could not believe it. I could like you could believe it, but like it's just like oh my gosh, like I can't believe that this is happening. So I was very excited, very. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, um, so before we get into knowing more about kind of like your love story and of course everything that led up to the wedding, we're gonna play a quick game of this or that. So mm-hmm. you're gonna pick between this option or the other and tell us why. So to start out, would you prefer at the reception for a choreographed dance with all the bridesmaids or a choreographed dance with you and your husband? Ooh, I feel like the bridesmaids, you know, what's crazy is my bridesmaids did try to do something like that. They literally, one of my (laughs) bridesmaids is a dance teacher. She tried to get everybody in formation. Okay. My bridesmaid, Jamara, (laughs) she is like choreographed, you know, extraordinaire. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's trying to get everybody together for for this dance. I want no parts. I don't really have that much rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) But if I had to choose one, I choose the bridesmaids. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Okay. What about, okay, so having the wedding at a museum or having the wedding in a ballroom? Ooh, 
Oh, I'm going ballroom. Okay, I'm extra. Give me the ballroom, honey. I don't. Why do I want to be with like dusty dinosaurs and all that other stuff? I don't. No, 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 no. Not no, the no. dusty I dinosaurs. I don't need that. Give me the ballroom, honey. Okay. Everybody that knows me knows I'm a little bit extra. Let's let's go ahead to the ballroom. You are trying to have all the dramatics, like all, all the theatrics, all of it. Okay. All okay. <laughs> all right. Last round. So having the food being catered at from like your favorite restaurant or mm-hmm. just like a catering company, like a Ooh, good catering I'm... company though. But yeah, I would go, Oh, this is kind of tough. Okay. This is tough because the way that I thought about catering is like, I'm like, what will my guests really like? Mm-hmm. And so like, so sometimes like my taste is a little bit different. I'll go with the good, I'll go with the good catering company as opposed to okay. my favorite restaurant. Just because like, Sometimes I have some real funky taste. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, <laughs> like other people, I'm a little bit more adventurous with my food. And I know that people are just like, you know, just give me something that's good. So give me the good caterer. Okay. I like that. And that makes sense because, you know, sometimes you have like family members and stuff that's like, I'm not going to eat yep. that. Like, just give mm-hmm. me a good chicken plate. <laughs> exactly. Chicken plate exactly. my two sides, I'm good. So, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am 100% with you on that one. So we are going to get into your love story. I mean, we got a little bit of it already, but mm-hmm. we're going to get into that. Like the wedding day, how it finally came around. I mean, you were basically another, you know, a COVID bride that like mm-hmm. had to deal and kind of work around like all the mess of 2020. So I'm glad you were finally able to have your like gorgeous wedding day. But to kind of like start off, kind of going back to your husband and like when y'all were dating and all that, like good and warm and fuzzy. How did you and when did you know that he was the one? I would say I knew probably like maybe like two years into our relationship. So like it's very weird because he's younger than me. So (laughs) I ended up graduating about a year and a half, two years before he did. And so I left Miami. I went and got an internship in New York. That's where I'm originally from. And then I got my first job in Kansas, like on air, like Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Like middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just, yeah. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up, I ended up moving to Kansas in 2014. And I remember us having a conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to be like in a long distance relationship. And of course, like you think about it, you know, and just being real, it's like, you know, you think about, you know, somebody being in college and then they also play sports, like he's a football player. And then of course, like there's a lot of stereotypes with that, but of course I knew Mm -hmm. him as a person. And so like our thing was just like, you know, we want to make sure that we make each other feel as comfortable as possible so that like there is no room for doubt between us. And for me on my end, like I thought that was very special because one, you don't see a lot of guys, you know, who are 20, 21, you know, talking like that. Like, that's just not something that happens very often. Right. And so like, for me, that was like, oh, like, okay. Like, you know, he showed me that he was committed to like me and our relationship, making me feel as comfortable as possible. And so, you know, for me, I was like, okay, well, if he's making the effort, then that makes me feel more comfortable. I'm going to put the effort in. I'm going to go a whole 100. He's going a whole 100. And Mm -hmm. we did like our relationship long distance for about two years. And Mm. so I think that that was a significant part in our relationship because it built a lot of trust. You know, it built a lot of strength Mm -hmm. in our relationship. And also, you know, it's cliche, but 
sometimes distance and being far apart does make the heart grow fonder. It does make you appreciate that person even more. Like literally, like I would be looking forward to the next time I would get to see him. And sometimes Aww. it would be like, you know, four weeks, six weeks, like we, you know, right. he was still in school and I was working my first full-time job. So, you know, I think that was a very like pivotal experience for us. And for me, where I got to see like, you know, just how dedicated he was to our relationship. So I always kind of look back and point to that, to something that, you know, where I really got to see like, oh, like this might be somebody that I'm likely going to spend, you know, the rest of my life with. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> rare. I mean, that early, but when you know, you know, you're not going right. to play games because it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to lose the good thing that's in front of you. So I'm glad that, yep. you know, he stayed the path yes. and yeah, yes. yeah. Nice. Okay. So after he proposed, like how mm-hmm. soon did y'all start wedding planning? Cause you said yeah, y'all got um, engaged 2018, right? 2018. Yeah. And so like at yeah. the time I was like, you know, it's different cause so my husband plays in the NFL and I work covering sports. And so our schedules are, it's a little crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so we were like, we're planning around, you know, the NFL calendar. So like right. you're planning around the season, you know, and then you're also planning around, you know, free agency, you're planning around, mm-hmm. you know, OTAs and workouts. And there's literally like a window, right. like a tiny window, <laughs> there's a <laughs> tiny window where everyone gets married. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, well, let's, let's do a year and a half out. Originally the date was June 20th, 2020. And I was like, cool, that'll give me enough time to digest what's like, what's happening right now. You right. know, find people to delegate, you know, responsibilities to find a plan you know go through vendors make sure that I get the perfect Pinterest board together like, right <laughs> <laughs> I was like I have more than enough time and then of course you know COVID hits in March of 2020 right. and then everything shuts down and we're just like okay now what the hell do we do now like I done did all this planning we don't put right. all these deposits down child. hello <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get it back but you do not get that. I tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm in the wrong industry. Okay. Like sign me up. To, I want to sell something, you know, I need to like, you know, wedding plan. I need to make some flowers. Get me on Etsy or something because I mean, it's right. not like, you know, you could, you could be like, Oh, I owe you. I'll pay you later. No, they want cash now. Right. They don't want right. cash later. They want cash now. Right. And they don't care about COVID. I mean, you know, uh, to an extent, like. Uh, just a little bit, not that much. Just right, right. It's like my bills still got paid, get paid too. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's pretty much like where our journey started in terms of planning. Like we initially thought we would have like a year and a half to kind of, you know, get everything done. You know, some breathing room because usually people you know, they know, I had friends who knew exactly what they wanted. Like I, I right. knew someone that planned their wedding in seven months. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, let me right. look on Pinterest. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, it ended up giving us way more time than we probably would have liked, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And it again, turned out above and beyond the expectations that we had. So I'm happy with it. <laughs> nice. Nice. What was like that moment that was mm-hmm. like, all right, so it's not going to happen this year. Cause you know, there was like a good point last year around yeah. this time last year where folks were like, okay, this will probably be over in a few weeks or this will be over in a month. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't make any decisions. So like, what was it for y'all that was like, 
okay, nah, we have to push this. Yeah, like, it was like, I want to say once we got around to about May, like probably like April, I'll say April, because March pretty much, so it's that I work in sports and around like March 13th, like the NBA shut down and I was like, oh my God, okay, this is getting like super, super serious. I was like, okay, my job is telling me not to come in, you know, um, we need to quarantine, you know, we can't like come outside and everything like that. So once we started working from home, we ended up coming back down to Florida. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen with the wedding? So then April rolls around. And of course, you kind of think, all right, well, maybe things by the summer will loosen up because everything was changing like day by day. Like there was like, you know, a new story came out every day. And, you know, people thought at one point it was going to open back up in like May and then like June, everything will be okay. And then May rolled around and we were still in quarantine and people were still were getting sick. And that's when I noticed that like, okay, weddings were like actually being like canceled or like people were just deciding to elope or postpone. And so what I did was I was like, had a conversation with my husband. I was like, okay, well, what do you think we should do? Like, is it even going to be safe? Would people come? And in order to just avoid people, you know, one, breaking quarantine and coming out and having a mass gathering for a wedding. We were just like, look, let's just push it off. We'll postpone it and kind of see kind of how everything goes as, you know, the months go on. And so we ended up pushing it out to February 20th of 2021. And so what we did before that, we made sure that we emailed everybody And, you know, we let everybody know that, you know, obviously, like, we want to have all of our friends and family there. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're following guidelines and being as safe as possible. And so, like, like that adds a whole extra layer of (laughs) when you talk about the planning process and trying to keep everyone on the same page when it comes to COVID because everybody... Everybody has their own little thing now about it. Right. And so that kind of makes it difficult too. But my big thing was communicating with our guests and our friends and family and keeping them like up to date. Like whenever we found out something, like I made sure that I sent out like a mass email so that like our guests (laughs) were up to date. Or if like you're not on email and you're on Facebook, because you know, a lot of families on Facebook, child. Right. (laughs) Get them with the Facebook messages, you know, to make sure that they know what's going on. And that was like the biggest thing was just communicating throughout the entire process is that letting everybody know, like, we're just as much rolling with the punches as everybody else. And once we get like a concrete, you know, idea of what's going to happen moving forward, then we can start sending out like actual invites, you know, starting to ramp things back, ramp things back up again and everything like that. But yeah, I would say probably like definitely around May, we were like, okay, like, like we need to have like a serious conversation about what we're going to do with the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine too, that's probably what around the time you would have been sending out the invitations. So it's kind of yep. like, if folks yep. have to travel in, you know, they need mm-hmm. to know, do I need to cancel this flight now? Or, right. you know, like, and you know, what's crazy is that the production, so we had like, you know, the production company making the invites, they mm-hmm. actually got shut down in the middle of producing our invites. So literally we couldn't even do it if we tried. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we had read, like my, my planner had reached out to the company that was making our invites and they literally shut down mid in the middle of making like our invites. So like half or like a quarter of our invites had gotten made. And then the rest, like they weren't able to do anything with it anyway, until about like, I want to say maybe late summer, like early fall. So 
Yeah. Yeah. The date didn't change. So you got to right. start all the way over. And exactly. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just push it out to, mm-hmm. you know, 2021, buy ourselves some time. And, you know, we won't do it during the season because obviously, like, that's a whole nother beast to deal with. And right. people were trying to figure out how to get back to quote unquote real life and get back to work. So I was like, let's just push it off. And hopefully, by February of 2021, like we know what's going on, but, right. um, but yeah, we just had to make sure we, we communicated as much as possible with our guests. That's good. And I can imagine they are probably all like grateful that you postponed oh, yeah. because it's like, you're looking out for, it's not just about the two of you. Like you're looking out for everybody there, like older relatives, mm-hmm. you know, like just people in general, like, you know, it right. could be someone that's like, young but they could have something and you know I get that Mm -hmm. I get that how was your bridal party when it came to like making that decision were they like really supportive or how was that oh yeah they were honestly like our bridal party was like they were super supportive but our friends are super laid back so like, (laughs) like we've had like zero issues in terms of like you know people being upset about postponing and everything but the one thing I would say that was probably like a huge benefit because I think people don't realize how much the bridal party like actually spends also on the wedding right yeah like it definitely costs money to be in a wedding and I think that that was kind of like a big benefit because like we got our dresses for my bridesmaids I want to say back in 2019 and then like we hadn't had to buy anything until literally like 2021 like late 2020 like early 2021 like and it was like shoes and accessories you know small things like that And so that kind of gave people some breathing room instead of like, usually when you're doing a wedding, it's like, bam, bam, bam. You got to buy this. You got to buy the dress. You got to get the hair done. You got to buy the bundles. You got to like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I think that was probably like one of the big positives too financially is that it gave a lot of our friends that were in the wedding and family it gave them time to like breathe and kind of like space things out a little bit. So that mm-hmm. way, you know, you're not spending like so much money at one time, you know, and you want to be there for your friend or whatever, you know, whoever's getting exactly. married. Exactly. So, you know, you don't want to feel like you're being a burden. I think that that kind of helped also. That's mm-hmm. good. Were you able, and I kind of know this because I saw on your Instagram, but like, were you able to have a bachelorette in a bridal shower? Yes. So we did a bachelorette. We didn't do a bridal shower, but my bridesmaids, they ended up doing, they did like a surprise bachelorette trip. So they wouldn't tell me exactly where I was going to (laughs) go, but they were just like, okay, well, we bought the ticket. Like, make sure you pack this for this day, this for that day. (laughs) So they tried to, they tried to make it like, you know, a big surprise element, but with COVID, it kind of like once you get close to the date, it's like okay. Well, there's some travel restrictions. So right. We need to find this out. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up going to Jamaica, and you know, of course, like you know, you have people who are a little bit weary about traveling. But my group of friends, we travel a lot, and so mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were very open to it. And I think the the good thing though was that with a lot of these countries like reopening, especially in the Caribbean like they do require you one to get testing. And then also you have to get approved before you even get into the country. And okay. so, yeah. And then that kind of added a little bit of an extra layer of just, you know, just feeling a little bit safer. And then also people mm-hmm. who travel outside of the U S you have to end up quarantining anyway, when you get to the country. So yeah, it's, you know, it looks a little bit different now, obviously because of COVID and you know, mm-hmm. the hoops that you kind of have to jump through, you can't, 
travel as wide and far and, you know, loose as you want to before COVID. But, you know, what makes me feel a little bit more comfortable is that, you know, you know, making sure that people get tested, you know, making sure that you're going through and getting approved or, you know, you're following guidelines and things of that nature. But we had a great time in Jamaica. I mean, amazing time. Like it was so good. Like I'm like, even though with COVID and everything going on, like it, it still was a really great experience just being around my mm-hmm. bridesmaids and, you know, having them like support me. And also one of my bridesmaids also got married like a month before me. So we combined our bachelorettes because it was just like, <laughs> it didn't make sense to go to two different places. So we were like, yeah. let's just share it. Why not? We're in each other's wedding. So it was like a dual like bachelorette, Aww. like, you know, powerhouse combined type of deal. <laughs> Oh, I it was it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, that's so good because you know there are so many brides that like did not get to really have that full kind mm-hmm. of experience, and the fact that your friends were like, "We're still going to do this. We're going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to make this happen." And there, been, I mean, there would have been some folks that would have been like, "Ooh, I got to get tested first. I don't know about that." Like, they would have complained yeah. about it, or you know, uh-huh. like, "I got to do." No, like you, yeah, they you were got honestly, real ones. I'm telling you, I, yeah, I've like, I've heard some horror stories about bridesmaids. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. lie, like, I have heard some horror stories, and like, my girls, like, we've also been friends, you know, 15 plus years in my in my circle of friends, so like, mm-hmm. everybody is like very open, very honest with each other, and we all really know each other so well that it's just like, you know, it's a you know, we go on vibes, like, everybody is right. just. <laughs> We're same page. Same, yeah, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. So I think that was the best thing for me is that, you know, like I really had women who were there to support me and really make sure that, you know, not only me, but also one of my other bridesmaids, Sade, who got married, like mm-hmm. to make sure that we had the best experience possible, despite all the stress and everything that was going on with the pandemic and trying to plan a wedding at the same time. Right. Good. Good. Okay. So... Now that you've been married, what, about two months, almost? Two or weeks. Almost. Yeah, two weeks. Hold up. What month are we in? I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold up. What month are we like, in? Wait a second. You we and me both. out of February. I'm thinking you we're already in April. Okay. So <laughs> you haven't even been married a month. <laughs> um, but describe like your wedding day, maybe like five words or less. Ooh. Okay. Five words to describe my wedding day. Oh my gosh. Emotional, lit. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Um, I would say, oh my gosh, exhilarating, heartwarming. And the last word, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to think to like how my heart felt. Like I just felt so like, what's the floating? Like I literally felt like I was floating on my wedding day. Like I'm trying to figure out the words to describe (laughs) the emotion, but I literally felt like I was floating. Like everything was just, oh my God, y'all. It was worth the wait. It, it was worth it. It was so worth it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's how you should feel though. Like you shouldn't feel mm-hmm. like your wedding day is like a, a silver lining or like a, you know, yeah. kind of, all right, well, this is what we have. Like it, mm-hmm. you should feel all of those things and then some COVID or mm-hmm. not. Right. Like, right. Oh, okay. So what were like your, say, top three moments from that day? Ooh, top three moments. 
Okay, first, of course, like, when we were doing, like, the Junebug stuff, like, that definitely, shout out to my makeup artist, Tia, and our video team, Bricks Group, like, they are, they're so lit, like, <laughs> they are just so lit, like, we had the drinks flowing, everybody's Junebugging, it, right. it was a good time. Um, I would also say the ceremony is definitely a highlight, me and my husband, Dion, and, like, it literally felt like it was just, like when we were doing our vows, like it was just us there. And Aww. it was like, I like, I don't know if I, if anybody has ever felt this before, but I mean, as an athlete, I felt this like, you know, running track. It's almost mm-hmm. like you don't even hear anybody else. Like you just like, I'm focusing in on my husband and I'm hearing the words that he's saying. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to mess up my makeup and Tia is going to kill me, <laughs> Cheryl. Like, <laughs> It's literally, literally was going through my mind. I definitely did tear up. I shed some tears, but you know, the makeup survived. Um, and then I would say like our entrance. Oh my God. I can't wait to the video drops. Our entrance for the reception. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Like you would have thought it was a club. Like, I mean, okay. it, it was a little crazy. <laughs> That's how it should be. I like, we were standing outside of the door. We hear the DJ shout out to our DJ, uh, Bo Weezy. And he's on the mic and he's like, yeah, I'm going to introduce to you Mr. and Mrs. Bush. And you can hear like inside of, everyone in the reception is like, ah, I'm like, is this a concert? Is this a play? Right. Like, I'm like, what? Hyping y'all like, up. Like, and then, you know, like the, the Dior, the pop smoke drops. And I'm like, wow. I was like, this is lit. Like, <laughs> my husband comes out with the ace of spades. I was like, wow, we're living our best life right now. <laughs> yes oh my god I would say top three moments right there top the reception was oh my god is amazing I just I cannot I can't oh I'm telling god. y'all I wish I could describe <laughs> it in words I really wish I could but like literally it was oh my gosh it was such a vibe such a vibe <laughs> Ooh, I love that I mean because honestly like we we're here for the ceremony we're here for what it represents mm-hmm. But everybody just wants a good, lit reception. Okay. Like, that's what this whole thing is for. Like, yes. you don't have folks that are like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see the ceremony. Like, no one is thinking about that. When you get engaged, you're thinking about the reception. Like, right. everything is in the reception. Like, your dress, the food, mm-hmm. the music. It's, it's the music. Like, Oh, yes. Because... That's the main thing people remember when they like leave. Oh yeah, it's all mm-hmm. the elements from the reception that they're still. Oh gonna yeah, be talking they about. will remember the food and the drinks and the dancing. Yeah, like if the DJ is good, like literally those three things. That's if it. You got like if you got a good DJ, good food, and good drinks. Oh, you're set. Like your guests are gonna be happy. Like they are. They're going <laughs> home and they're telling everybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. One more question before I get to the last question. How many guests mm-hmm. did you have? We had about I want to say close to one forty, maybe. 130 something 140 oh, that's good um yeah it wasn't too bad here's the story so initially pre-covid it was about 225 lord have that's mercy real. my husband knows a lot of people and so i was like oh this is really gonna be a crazy wedding i'm like plates aren't cheap so <laughs> they are. that's, a, right, that's right. a lot of people and so then post-covid well in covid you know, we have to cut the the guest list down because of like CDC requirements. And of course, like the hotel mm-hmm. and everything like that. And of course, like that was a whole, 
whole other task is, right. you know, telling people, hey, like, I'm sorry, but you can't come, you know, right. COVID. that was that was like the worst thing ever. Oh, my God, the worst part. But, um, you know, we get it down. And then also, because we did require people to get tested to come to the wedding, Ooh. that also got people, you know, off of the um, the guest list. So either, unfortunately, people either had contact or tested positive, like, you know, we made sure like, hey, you know, make sure you send us your results. So that way, like, we're aware of what's going on. And right. then when things started popping up, you know, people had to come off of the guest list. And so I'm happy that we did do that. Yeah, just because like it adds again that extra layer of you know people feeling a little bit more safe, that extra layer of protection, and there was also testing on site at the hotel too. Nice. So yeah, like I mean, again, like we're still living in the middle of a pandemic, so these are all things that you know right. have to consider when we're when we're doing it. But that that definitely got the number down. I would say probably about either between one thirty one forty or so. Like it was. Cause we did see some uh, some name cards, and I was like, "Oh, like this person's not here." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "You know, you can see on the little table, you're like, oh, wow, okay, okay. Well, how many people do we have here?'" <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out well, though. It worked out really well because I felt like I it, it it did make me a little like anxious beforehand, like because of you know guest count and everything like that. Like my main goal was to keep it like tight. And mm-hmm. as safe as possible, like, cause that, that yeah. is something that kept me up at night. Like I was just like, oh my God, this guest list is going to drive me crazy. <laughs> right. And you don't want to have a wedding where like you go back and look at pictures and everybody's in a mask. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, what, what? I was like, please not. And uh-uh. I was like, you know, it's okay if you're sitting down, you know, if you're like, you know, at the ceremony, what have you, and you do it to your comfort level. But I also want right. to make sure, you know, again, everybody got tested, but like, if you're in the bridal party and y'all standing up for pictures, Oh no 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 no! Right, <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't pay too much money for y'all to get your face beat to be putting that mask on. Right, the <laughs> beat <laughs> for this mask to take it off. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I did actually. I did get like a face shield also that my aunt ended up bedazzling out. Like, <laughs> I got like one of those clear face shields off of like Etsy, and then my aunt like came with like her glue gun and her jewels and all kinds. And stuff. She is like arts and crafts mommy. And my wedding planner is just like, where did you get that mess? I'm like, my aunt, you know, she said I couldn't walk out looking basic. So, you know, this is what she came out with. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Oh man. I love that. All right. So final question, because there are so many brides still in this limbo postpone or whether they just push their wedding out, like what advice would you give to another bride that did postpone, but she is planning to have her wedding sometime in 2021? I would say my best advice would be to one, make sure that you're delegating responsibilities to people around you. And I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of times like brides, you know, we feel like we have to do everything ourselves. I mean, Mm -hmm. at least that's me. I'm a very hands-on person. And so, you know, planning a wedding in the middle of pandemic is stressful enough. Like you're going to stress yourself out. Like just make sure that, you know, you're communicating with either a planner or whoever it is you're made of honor or, you know, people who are working with you, like, Hey, you know, this is what I want done. Like, how can you help me, you know, do Mm -hmm. this. So that way it's not all on your shoulders. And then once you get up to the wedding day, I think my biggest thing is like making sure that you're in the moment that you're like 
savoring everything. And like, that was the best advice that I got one to eat. And then also, <laughs> right. <laughs> and to also like savor every single moment. Like I made sure that, you know, on my wedding day that I wasn't thinking about, you know, Oh, does this go here? And where is this? And where I'm like, I told people, I was like, y'all don't bother me about none of this stuff. Like I'm clocked out. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm clocked out of planning. I'm clocked into being a bad bride. Okay. Like right. don't ask me about nothing else. <laughs> if you're not handing me a glass of champagne, I really don't even want to hear it. So. <laughs> but I think like, you know, that's an intentional thing. Like you have to literally yeah. be intentional about being present. And I think that right. that was the best advice that I got is to, you know, even though, you know, you're planning in the middle of a pandemic and you're doing something that is a little bit difficult with all the challenges, still right. enjoy the process. Like this is a once in a lifetime thing. You know, you don't want to look back and be like, oh my gosh, like I didn't get to enjoy the day. Like you put all that money and effort into it, savor it. That, uh, that even spoke to me because <laughs> <laughs> we got married last year, but we still haven't had our like ceremony reception yeah. like big and then I lost my venue like two weeks ago so now I'm like oh my okay, god I have to start all over yes girl it'll work I'm out I'm so sorry to hear that it'll trust me out. I like I girl I know I'm sorry it'll work out though y'all gonna get thank it together y'all gonna get you. it together <laughs> thank you it's just gonna be even more better than what it was supposed to be so exactly. that, that's how I'm trying to take it <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, you're going to find something better. You're going to look back and be like, well, you know what? This is where I'm supposed to be, honey. Okay. <laughs> Make it what you want. Okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Amina, thank you so much for coming on. Um, usually at this point, we go into unsolicited advice. I provide advice nobody asks for. My unsolicited okay. advice for this week is to love on yourselves. <laughs> I mean, but essentially you should love yourself. And so that is great advice, Ashley. <laughs> I hope you keep that in too. All right. So what we're going to do now is do the wedding vendor shout out. So what vendors would you like to shout out? Okay. So I'm going to shout out my bridal stylist, Selena Howard. So her business is called Vainglorious Brides. She did all my mm. looks from like you know, pre-wedding, ceremony, reception, shoes, earrings, accessories, literally every single step of the way. My bridesmaids as well. She got them together. Ooh. Accessories. I mean, I just, I couldn't, like, I couldn't have done it without her, honestly. Like, she is absolutely amazing. Um, I would also say my makeup artist, Tia, bomb. Like, she will beat your face to the gosh, <laughs> to the heavens and back, okay? She does not play. <laughs> I mean, sis is booked all over the world and she is amazing. I love her to pieces. And then also my photographer, Stanley, uh, mm. Stanlow Photography on Instagram. I mean, I'm sure that everybody has seen his photos. Like he, like, yes. when I tell you, when he drops photos, like he really shuts down the internet. Like, <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> he shuts down the internet. Like I got our photos back and I was just like, yo, like I could not imagine it being any more beautiful than the way he captured it on our wedding day. So for those three, like, I mean, top-notch service, top-notch vendors right there and black owned. So there you go. And I mean, if not like at that moment, when you're getting mm -hmm. married, that is the best time in my opinion to put money back into the community. Oh yeah. Cause you're spending a Absolutely. lot of money. So it's like, you might as well 
And see, you know what, that was, that was like a big thing for me is that, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I knew a lot of people in, in those creative spaces. And so, you know, I had people who were suggested to me and I was like, look, I would rather put my money towards people that I know in my community, in the black community that are doing dope work. Like they are super dope people. And I want to make sure that, you know, I put my money there and then when the photos drop or whatever drives and people, you know, do their videos on social media that they know like, Hey, this vendor is popping. This vendor is popping. Like you could book this person and you could book this person as opposed to us seeing like, you know, the same people kind of recycled over and over again. And it's also right. different for a black wedding. I, I personally feel like it's very different. Like the things that you want to, you know, have at your wedding, the way you want to look at your wedding, the style that you have for yes. your wedding. It's very different. And I think I noticed that just, you know, with the vendors that were past my way. And then I was like, Oh, not nah, like I need to like, do some research and right. get my own people. So that's definitely right. something that I did intentionally going into the wedding planning process. Nice. Yeah. Our style is like different, you know, mm-hmm. like not to say that there aren't some similarities, but it's like how we do weddings is how we do weddings. Yeah. And like you really It's a little bit more vendor. drip. It's just a little bit more that's drip. It. A little bit more that's swag. It. That's it. You know, just a little, <laughs> little razzle dazzle. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you need vendors that are going to meet you there too. Like you don't want to mm-hmm. go back and be like looking at the pictures and thinking, well, damn, like they didn't right. do this or like they didn't capture this or I look dusty. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell me if my edges are coming up. You know, thank tell you. Me okay. <laughs> If my wig is loud and says, tug it forward for me, okay? Right. Like, I need to make and sure then it's take my secure. picture. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Tell me it's secure. Okay. Tell me my highlight and my tone. Like, let me know what's going on. That's what I right. need to know. <laughs> right. Because by the time you get the photos, it's too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's way too late. It's way too late. Once you get the photos, it's, that's, it's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> you can't change it. <laughs> I have some stories about that, but we are not going to go there today. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm actually going to shout out a Black photographer based in Los Angeles. So if you are looking for a great wedding photographer that gives you mood and kind of drama, y'all know that's my style. Shout out to Gilded Photo on IG. She is just great, y'all. I mean, she is a really, really good photographer. Like I said, she's based in Los Angeles. Her name is Kanisha Gill. She is a Black woman. And I mean, she travels. But of course, like if you are in that area and you're looking for a photographer, please like reach out to her for real. So her Instagram again is Gilded Photo. And she's based in the Hawthorne, California area. So kind of Los Angeles area. So what about you, Tania? Who are you shouting out? Yeah, so this week I am actually going to shout out a wedding hairstylist. She's based out of Miami and her name is Lola. She is Lola J Hair on Instagram. She does TV, video, celebrities, fashion, editorial, and weddings. And so, but when I looked at her portfolio, um, she actually owns um, the seventh level salon and spa. In Miami, um, or Cora mm-hmm. Gables, I should say. Listen, you know, it's hard to find someone who can do a beautiful natural hair updo. And she has that thing on lock. Like she yeah. can definitely do some hair and she can definitely 
um, achieve that look that you have always wanted for your wedding. So definitely look her up. Her name is Lola J Hair, but you can also find her on IG at Lola J Hair, but also Seventh Level Salon and Spa on IG and Seventh Level Salon Spa.com if you want to book her at all or if you want to just review her work. So go look her up. Where can people find you if they want to follow you or see more? You can follow me at Amina J TV, A M I N A J A D E TV on Instagram and on Twitter. And also, if you want to check out my work, you can go to aminajade.com. Tania, where can our wonderful listeners find us? So you can find us on huido.com. You can find us on huido.wed on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. You can find Ashley on IG at Demitosh and you can find me at Belsari on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's it. Listeners, before you click out of this episode, because you realize we're at the end, please head to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. I don't care if you listen to our podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Pandora, et cetera, et cetera. Please go to Apple Podcasts, create a name for yourself real quick if you don't have one. And Give the good people, and by good people, I mean Tania and I, give us a <laughs> wonderful review. Um, and honestly, we're appreciative of all reviews, whether it's a one star or five star. And, you know, there have been so many people that have told us how much it means for them to hear two relatable people talk about weddings and vendors that look and sound like them, um, talk about the weddings that are like the weddings they have and the weddings they want to have or the weddings they're working. And so for that, that's why we need to review so that more brides and grooms and wedding vendors and brides to be and girlfriends and boyfriends, everybody can find the wedding podcast that speaks to them in the same way that we were looking for this exact thing almost two years ago. Well, thank you again so much for chatting with me and tell me all about your wonderful wedding. I can't wait for you to post the video when you finally get it because <laughs> I know it's going to be everything and more. It's lit. It's lit. I promise y'all it's lit. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it so much. Well, you have a great night and thank you so much again. Thank you. Tania, let's close this thing on out. Until next week. See y'all next Wednesday. Bye y'all.